Second Samuel, chapter 23. Chapter 23 begins with a song. We call that C prime, A, B, C, and now we have C prime. And then the bulk of chapter 23 is a list of David's strongmen, B prime. We had a list of some of David's strongmen back in chapter 21, in the second part of chapter 21, beginning in verse number uh, 15. It describes wars against the Philistines, and in particular, it talks about Yulidei HaRafa. These were descendants of the Rafa. The Rafa, Rifaim, are giants. The book of Shmuel, as we have taken note of, connects very deeply the Rifaim, the giants, with the Philistines. In fact, Goliath referred to himself as I am the Philistine, Ani Haplishti, and the description of Goliath is that of a real giant. In fact, looking back at chapter 21, a description of the four giants that are killed by David's strongmen, they bear striking resemblance to Goliath. In fact, one of them is actually named Goliath. And even two of the others that are not named Goliath are described very much as the book of Shmuel described Goliath in chapter 17 of the first book. So we have over here in chapter 23, we have a long list of David's great warriors. And interesting is that this list of great warriors which is found in 2 Samuel, chapter 23, a similar and almost identical list is found in the book of Chronicles. And we'll come to one important distinction between these two lists in a moment. But I did want to say something about the Giborim of David, the strong men of David, that appear in chapter 21, and to some extent even in our chapter, in chapter 23. Because even in chapter 23, we once again have the Philistines and the Rephaim. For example, chapter 23, uh, verse number 11. It describes the, uh, some of the battles. Even in verse number 10, who come by Yachba Prishtim. He struck down, this is Elazar, son of Dodo, son of Achoi, one of three warriors with David when they defied the Philistines gathered for battle. So that's a war against the Philistines. That's chapter 23, verse 9, verse 10. And then we have verse 11. V'yacharav shama ben agei harari v'yeyosfu prishtim l'achaya The Philistines once again had gathered in force and there was a field of, plot, a field of lentils so he saved the field, he defeated the Philistines. Another Philistine story. Verse number 13. There's another story of the Philistines. And this time, The Philistines were encamped in Amek Rephaim, in the Valley of Rephaim, the Valley of the Giants. We encountered Amek Rephaim in chapter 5 of Second Samuel. So the Philistines are very present not only in chapter 21, but once again in chapter 23. And it strikes me that the coda, which talks about the Philistines, is focusing on one aspect of David's kingship, 
But the other story that focused on the Philistines and the giants amongst the Philistines, which of course is the important story of David and Goliath, that's a different story. There are two different ways to defeat the Philistines. One is you can defeat them if you have unbelievably powerful and courageous warriors. And that is the substance of the coda. Both in chapter 21 and chapter 23, it describes very great, powerful, and courageous warriors, the Giborim, who were able to defeat the Philistines. But what's interesting is that actually, in the story of David and Goliath, where David defeats the Philistines, where David defeats the giants, he doesn't do so through an act of strength. He does so through his ingenuity. He does so without a sword. And he does so with his self-confidence and one might say his faith in God. He feels that if he fights for the right cause and takes chances and takes risks, even unarmed with any conventional weapons, he can defeat the Giborim. That is to say, defeat the giants. So we have a different perspective, I think, in the Coda. In the Coda, it's David's ability to assemble around himself great, powerful, and courageous warriors. In the earlier story, when David fights Goliath, it's about David's ingenuity. So the Coda, I think, here is in conversation, one might say, with the story that appears earlier as a central story of the Book of Shmuel. Now, there's something else very interesting about this list of warriors in contrast to the same list of warriors that appears in the Book of Chronicles. The Book of Chronicles, as we know, the first Book of Chronicles, the main character is David. And in the second Book of Chronicles, his son Shlomo plays a very central role. And the Book of Chronicles has some of the same stories. It also has different stories. But there are many changes in terms of, even when the same story is present, there are often subtle changes in language, subtle changes in description that are interesting for the student of the Bible. When you study the book of Samuel, for example, and Kings on one hand, and you study the book of Chronicles on the other. So we have this list. What's interesting is when you read the list in the book of Chronicles, so the list over there is virtually the same list, but the order of the people is different. For example, in the book of Chronicles, when it lists the Giborim of David, so it, it lists, among others, Uriah the Hittite. Uriah the Hittite is found in both lists. But, but Uriah the Hittite, in the book of Chronicles, is found towards the end of the list. But not at the very end of the list. Towards the end of the list. But in our chapter, in chapter uh, 23, it has all the names. And verse number 39, Uriah the Hittite. 37 in all. There are 37 names mentioned. And Uriah is the last name on the list. But in the book of Chronicles, Uriah is mentioned, of course, as one of David's great warriors, but he's not the last one on the list.
So what do we make of that? In Book of Chronicles, it's the first Book of Chronicles, chapter 11, verse number 41. And then it goes on all the way through verse 47. Eliel v'yoved, Yasiel hametzovaya. That's the list. Interesting for a couple of reasons. First of all, we all know that the book of Chronicles is a much later book of the Bible. That's why the book of Chronicles is part of what we call Ketuvim, the writings. There's Torah, Nevi'im, and Ketuvim. There's Torah, five books of Moses, the prophets, the prophetic writings, and the Ketuvim. Book of Chronicles, logically, should be together with the book of Samuel and Kings. It's parallel stories, but it's a much later work. One of the last works of our Bible. And therefore, it's in a section we call Ketuvim. So it's much later. It's upon the return to, 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 to Zion. And it's also clear that for the student of Chronicles, there are many places where it's clear that the text of Shmuel is being altered, edited, by the author of Chronicles. That doesn't mean that all of the material in the book of Chronicles is actually much later than material in the book of Shmuel. Because over here we have two lists. We have one list in Chronicles, and we have a list in Shmuel. Which list is later? Logically, I would say, the list in Shmuel is later. Because the list of Shmuel mentions Uriah the Hittite as the last of the Giborim. The story of Uriah the Hittite is not mentioned. The story of Bathsheba is not to be found in the book of Chronicles. The book of Chronicles eliminates many of the David stories. Many of them are the negative stories of David. And it has a different focus. David, the builder of the temple. David, the writer of Psalms. Doesn't have the story of Bathsheba. So it would appear that actually the material, the list is very old. And probably if we had to choose, we would say the original list is the one that appears in Chronicles. And the one in the book of Shmuel, the book, the writer of Shmuel, changes the order. The writer of Shmuel wants Uriah the Hittite to be the last name that we read before we get to chapter 24. Chapter 24, which is a critical chapter in the book, is about the sin of David in taking a census of the people. David's sin and David's repentance. The lead-in verse to the great sin of David in the book of Samuel, namely taking the census, and we'll discuss when we get to this chapter, which is the next chapter, why it's the great sin, but the lead-in verse, the book reminds us of the story of Bathsheba, of Uriahachiti that was killed by David, and that's the sin of David, but it's also the confession of David. David, after being confronted with the crime, says, Chatati Lashem, I have sinned unto God. So the Uriah then is positioned at the end of the chapter. The book takes Uriah and places Uriah at the very end of chapter 23 as a lead into our next chapter, which is chapter 24.